villagers, get ready. Here's Miss T with a word designed with you in mind. On WJBE. You're back where it's at for our weekly chat on the show designed with you in mind. We chatter about what matters and keep it real with our spiel. We keep it real and true while we do what we do. Thanks for tuning in to Talking With T. This month kicks off Black History Month. It was sparked by Dr. Carter G. Woodson in 1926 when he created Negro History Week. It was observed the second week of February. Many people claim the month of February was chosen because it's the shortest month of the year, but Woodson actually chose that week in this month to honor the birthdays of Frederick Douglass and Abraham Lincoln. We on Talking With Tea celebrate the legacy of our ancestors all through the year. We get it. We should not limit the acknowledgement of the contributions of African Americans to one month. Yet, we also understand that during this month, most like any holiday, we set aside time to put emphasis on African American history and share an intentional focus on our achievements. Trying to mature and grow without knowing your history is like trying to grow a tree without roots. Those who do not remember the past are condemned to repeat it. History, despite its rich and pain, cannot be unlived, but if faced with courage, need not be lived again. Maya Angelou. It's February 7th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, actress Essence Atkins, comedian and actor Chris Rock, basketball player Isaiah Thomas, country singer Garth Brooks, late novelist Charles Dickens, and Sandra Bland, who was pulled over for a minor traffic violation and was later found hanging in her cell. Her death was ruled a suicide, but after an FBI investigation, it was determined the Walter County Jail did not follow required policies, and then the trooper who pulled her over was indicted for perjury for making false statements about the circumstances surrounding Bland's arrest and was ultimately fired. Bland's mother settled a wrongful death lawsuit against the county jail and police department for $1.9 million. On this date in history, Benjamin Banneker, inventor, surveyor, mathematician, and astronomer began to lay out Washington, D.C. in 1791. Today on the national calendar is National Periodic Table Day and Send a Card to a Friend Day. The theme this month is love and happiness. Two things we want, two things you deserve, two things that can be hard to define, two things I wish for you, love yourself and others, as well as a commitment to being happy. Love is defined as a deep commitment to someone or something, extreme feelings of attachment, making someone or something a priority. Happiness is a feeling of satisfaction, fulfillment, or contentment. We will build on these definitions this month as you are encouraged to fill the days of your life with both love and happiness. Talking with T would love to feature your organization or business. Become a sponsor or advertise on the show. 
Let us help you reach more people and promote your brand, service, or product. Business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs, why not build your brand on Talking With T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithT.com. Love and happiness Yeah Something that can make you do wrong Make you do right Yeah Love Love and happiness but Wait a minute, something's going wrong Someone's on the phone Three o'clock in the morning yeah. Talking about How she can make it right Yeah This is when you really feel good about somebody. There's nothing wrong being in love with someone. Yeah. Oh, baby. Love that I happen.
Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. WJBE 99.7 FM and 1040 AM, just the best every day. All right, listeners, it's that time in the show to catch our review of trending news, and I have today none other than our top investigator, most often instigator, P.I. Pam. Pam, did you have an opportunity to watch the Grammys? Yes, I did watch the Grammys, and it was actually one of the the best Grammys that I've seen in in a, in a long time. Oh wow! Okay. Well, I do have some of the award winners listed. Beyonce broke the record for most wins by an artist in Grammy history, and this was at the 65th annual award show this past Sunday night. Lizzo won. Record of the Year, Harry Styles won Album of the Year, Adele won Best Pop Solo Performance, and a few other winners were Best R&B Album, which was Black Radio 3 by Robert Glasper, Best Rap Performance, The Heart Part 5 by Kendrick Lamar, which also won Best Rap Song. Now, I didn't watch the Grammys because you know your girl was busy. However, I'm curious about your favorite performance. My favorite performance probably was the the hip hop the fiftieth anniversary of hip hop performances with that went back from the seventies, eighties on up to the current time. It just showed me how much hip hop has changed over the years. Um oh, even okay. though I like I love the, the old, you know, artists. I mean they had everybody, Ron D and C, Salt and Pepper Missy Elliott, who is looking good, and then it went on up to like um, Lil Baby and Glorilla. So it was it was really good. That one was good, and the ending was good with the God Did performance with DJ Khaled and Jay Z and Lil Wayne, Rick Ross, and John Legend. That was another great great performance. You make me want to go look this up on YouTube since I missed it. You need to, because it was, it was better than the BT Awards. And that's supposed to be for us. Okay. All right. Well, uh, you know, we know the effects of racism and poverty. We see it up close and personal. We hear about it, deal with it often. But racism and poverty can change brain development of black children. And this was discovered through research from a black Harvard researcher. His name is Nathaniel Harnett. He analyzed nearly 10,000 MRI scans to find structural changes in the way children's brains grew. So we suspected, and there has probably been similar research before, but this one is more recent about how racism and poverty can actually affect you, and particularly our young children. see it all all the time. If you don't see it, you you hear about it. So it, it most definitely affects children. And the thing about it is there's two things that they can't control. You know, children can't help being born in poverty, and children can't help being exposed to racism. And they can't, and that's two things against them already. Yeah. Well, a police camera has been set up on Tennessee Valley Authority's property near Market Square in downtown Knoxville, and they say the location was chosen to monitor the TVA property and keep an eye on potential demonstrations following that video release that we, at least I didn't witness, but we heard about that went viral 
uh, of Memphis police beating Tyree Nichols. The Knoxville Police Department says the camera is owned by TVA and they have the power to take it down. TVA, on the other hand, says the camera remains in place at KPD's request and that both agencies can watch the video. Again, short story is there's a video on Market Square on TVA's property offering surveillance of the area. Even though I don't recall a demonstration taking place there regarding Tyree Nichols, the camera is still there. Hmm. Something in the milk ain't fresh. (laughs) Speaking of that horrific incident, and Pam, I think you brought this up before, that some of the police officers were members of the fraternity Omega Sci-Fi. Well, the Omega Sci-Fi fraternity has stripped membership of the three officers that were involved in Tyree Nichols' death, and they said... The video, quote, transgressed our fraternal and established code of conduct. So they kicked them out. And I I agree. It, it, was, it was bad. I was wondering if fraternities and sororities actually did that, but I see that they do. Yeah. And I was hoping I wouldn't be sharing another story like this next one anytime soon, particularly after what happened to Ahmaud Arbery. But in California... A man shot an unarmed black Airbnb guest. He was crossing the street, and it was near this guy's house. The victim, identified as El Hodge Bullock, first thought he was being robbed when Mark Waters, who lived across the street from the Airbnb, approached him with a gun. Bullock turned to run, and Waters said, oh, you think you can run? Fired his weapon, hit him in the leg. Now Waters is currently being held with that bond. And although these stories rise way too often, it's still hard for me to fathom how people can harbor so much hate in their hearts. This man is at an Airbnb minding his own business. I think he was taking a run and going to the store. And who guesses that when you do that simple activity, you put your life in jeopardy? It's ridiculous. They always think that we don't belong in certain areas or if they haven't seen us before that, We're not supposed to be there, and that's not even the case the majority of the time. The majority of the time. You are correct. I mean, it's like there's always a suspicion hanging over, particularly black males, that they are up to no good if they are in an element that, you know, isn't considered the hood or whatever. Yes, and they must know that we are versatile. We can fit in anywhere. Put Put us in the hood. Put us in corporate America. Put us on the board direct. We can we can fit in into anywhere. So they just need to go on with that stigma about yeah about us. Well, folks need to stop playing so much, especially when the prank or the joke can lead to a harmful outcome. A man was shot and killed in the parking lot of a national business Friday night after a robbery prank for a YouTube channel went wrong. When the police arrived at the scene. They learned Timothy Wilkes, age 20, and a friend approached a group of people, including this guy named David Storns Jr., with butcher knives. That was a part of the prank. Storns said he didn't know what they were doing. He didn't know about no prank, and he shot Wilkes in self-defense. What you think about that? I think they need to stop doing them pranks because I've seen several that – would go against the grain for make you anybody think that it was something serious. I just saw one a few minutes ago where they just snatching women's wigs off, but I know that's about to result in some violence pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
And while we're talking about social media and videos, the things people do for laughs and likes are crazy. Things people capture are crazy. A student has been arrested after a video showed two others beating a girl on a school bus in Florida. And the video, which was shot on a cell phone, of course, it was shared on social media. It's about 40 seconds long. But two students are seen repeatedly punching the girl in the head. The third grade girl was attacked this past Wednesday. The bus was full, but no students or adults intervened as far as we could see on the video. And at one point, the girl crouches in her seat. She puts her hands over her head for protection. And this makes me so sad. It also makes me angry. This is not entertainment. We have got to do better. Right. And the mere fact, the beating was enough, but the mere fact that it was two boys right this girl makes it even more traumatizing. And then the driver didn't stop the bus. The A that was on the bus didn't do anything. That all had to see me. The driver, the A, they mammies, grandparents. <laughs> it, everybody. Everybody. Yeah. My daughter. Yeah. That was sad. Another video that went viral was an altercation which took place at Heritage High School during a ninth grade class. The fight was called on camera, of course, again, by a student in the class, and it went viral once it was posted. In this clip, you can see and hear the student yelling at the teacher for talking to her rudely. Despite the teacher asking for help from another staff member to help remove the student, the student continued to fight her, and eventually the teacher ended up with a broken leg. Now, we can never say what we would do unless we were in said situation. I can't imagine a coworker needing my assistance and me not trying to do something to help. But a lot of times, just like on the school bus with that little girl, people act like nothing's going on, like they don't even see it. That's one thing to to stay in your lane, but not in these situations. I would right. I would help a, I would help a co coworker. There's no reason why she shouldn't have help. They don't have they didn't have walkie talkies and. Somebody couldn't have called. I mean, ridiculous. Well, if they did, they didn't do it quick enough because the lady ended up with a broken leg. And see, kids aren't fighting like they used to when we grew up. Carly Sharp, age 17, out of Georgia, was involved in a fight in the hallway with other students at her school. She had a nurse. She started pepper spraying, sprayed everybody, contaminating students, staff members. People had to go to the emergency room. Multiple students had to receive medical attention right there on the site. So, like I said, they are using weapons. They are ultra-violent, not violent, ultra-violent when it comes to these fights. And I don't know if it's just me or if I'm thinking we're hearing about more students attacking teachers. We can barely keep teachers as it is. And they wonder why, one, they are underpaid, and two, Mm -hmm. you want me to actually go to and risk my life. I have family at home. Even if I don't, I'm not about to be fighting those students. And then a lot of times, if you get into a situation with a student, some parents back their kids up regardless of what they do. That's my yeah. baby. That's my child. You ain't going to talk to her or him like this or that. So then you got another issue. It's, it's not even, even worth it. Yeah, and that's unfortunate because I tend to believe from my experience in school, that it's a pocket of kids that cause that type of trouble. 
And they often ruin the experience or opportunities for others because people are spending so much time dealing with that pocket of kids, you know? Yeah, that's true. The ones that want to learn have a hard time even getting what they need and want because the teachers are always busy with the students that are causing a worker. Right. Well, this next story started with a scuffle during a girls' basketball game last month at Centennial High School in Corona. Players from the opposing teams, the Centennial High Huskies and the Santiago High School Sharks, the Huskies and the Sharks, the kids started kind of fighting over a ball after a foul was called. You know how it gets. A few players shoved each other. And then a man jumps out of the stands, runs onto the court, and starts punching several of the girls. Someone in the crowd, at least someone intervened this time, they restrained him. He walked to his car, pulled out a gun, and then started pointing it at several students and threatening to shoot them. And it couldn't have, or at least shouldn't have been that serious for a grown man to be going bananas like he did. It had to be something going on with him because something had to happen before the game, during the game or something. Cause it, it definitely wasn't that serious. How does a grown man jump out of his seat in the stands onto the court and start punching girls? I was going to say where they do that at, but I know where they do it at, at this Centennial High School, but still. Crazy. That's Crazy. Like Stone cold. Crazy. Um, you don't think this is an old story because it is very similar to stories we've shared before, but it actually just happened this past Sunday, and I saw this on the news. New York Middle School students were served chicken, waffles, and watermelon on the first day of Black History Month. So the school apologized for the, quote, unfortunate situation, but they blamed their vendor, Aramark. Aramark issued an apology and acknowledged that the lunch's timing was, quote, inappropriate. There were several schools in our area that said that they had fried chicken on the first day of <laughs> of Black History Month. And, you know, any other day it would have been fine, but just because it was Black History Month. Now, they didn't have, have watermelon, but they did have some fried chicken. <laughs> And I was thinking that, too, Pam. Chicken and waffles don't sound too bad, but I guess symbolically it might have been a little insensitive to mark Black History Month uh, with that menu. Right. That, <laughs> I would say, oh, good, fried chicken, but as you look at it, on Black History Month, I, it might not even been the, the fried chicken, but the fried chicken plus the watermelon. I think that's what tipped it over the edge. Did it have Kool-Aid? They didn't say. That would that would have been that would have it off. Yeah, yeah. So finally, we have exactly one week to Valentine's Day. Every year, we look for unique suggestions. Couple coupons are cute. Cash isn't unique, but it works for me. However, some people want more heartfelt, sentimental type gifts, and I was just wondering if you had any ideas. Yes, I do. Several zoo locations across America are letting you name an exotic cockroach after your ex. And they're doing it here. Wait, in town. wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Pam. Hmm? This, this, what I'm asking for are ideas for Valentine's gifts. Oh, that, that was, that was, that would be my gift. But let me, uh, <laughs> okay, that, okay, women, 
you know, we like more than 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 chocolates. Um, you know, spa day, uh, massage, you know, things like oh, that. Yeah, spa so, day. That's good. Yeah, and the men, you know, a day of, of grooming for them, you know, they can get facials and things like that. And, you know, we just get past the, the candy and the, the card and the things like that. It's so much and more. And the flowers. Can, and the flowers. There's so much more that you can you can do that that's out there. You know, you can do a day trip somewhere. You know, yeah. you go eat somewhere different that you haven't been to before. So it's there's a lot you can do. But if you're single, um, just remember about the cockroach. <laughs> the exotic cockroaches. The exotic cockroaches. And I'll start to ask what makes them exotic, but I don't even want to get into that right now, Pam. Now, next week, it will be Valentine's Day. We're going to talk about Valentine's, and I got a little trivia. We're also going to talk about the day that you have coined since I've been knowing you as Valentine's Day, which falls on the 15th. So, listeners, get your seatbelts on and get ready for the ride. We're going to talk about all of that next week. But, Pam, that's it for this bit. And I can't wait. You know I can't. I can't wait to talk to you next week on Valentine's Day. And I can't wait to tell it. Thank you for tuning in to Talking With T, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking With T. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, T will end with a quote. In times of crisis, the wise built bridges while the foolish build barriers. We must find a way to look after one another as if we are one single tribe, Wakanda forever. Remember where you heard the word. Keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking With T. Getting you home with more talk. So come on. And the best conversations. It's Talking With T Radio.
me so happy. Happy for you. 